0: Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 38. Gets himself a bodyguard, and the feller's too scared to put up his fists even. I won't fight you, agreed Shadow. Sweeney swayed and sweated. He fiddled with the peak of his baseball cap. Then he pulled one of his coins out of the air and placed it on the table. Real gold, if you were wondering, said Sweeney. Win or lose, and you'll lose. It's yours if you fight me. A big fellow like you? Who'd have thought you'd be a fucking coward? He already said he won't fight you, said Wednesday. Go away, mad Sweeney. Take your beer and leave us in peace. Sweeney took a step closer to Wednesday. Call me a freeloader, will you, you doomed old creature? You cold-blooded, heartless old tree hanger. His face was turning a deep, angry red. Wednesday put out his hands, palms up, Pacific. Foolishness, Sweeney. Watch where you put your words. Sweeney glared at him. Then he said with the gravity of the very drunk, You've hired a coward. What would he do if I hurt you, do you think? Wednesday turned to Shadow. I've had enough of this, he said. Deal with it. Shadow got to his feet and looked up into Mad Sweeney's face. How tall was the man, he wondered. You're bothering us, he said. You're drunk. I think you ought to leave now. A slow smile spread over Sweeney's face. There now, he said, like a little yapping dog. It's finally ready to fight. Hey, everybody he called to the room. There's going to be a lesson learned. Watch this. He swung a huge fist at Shadow's face. Shadow jerked back. Sweeney's hand caught him beneath the right eye. He saw blotches of light and felt pain. And with that, the fight began. Sweeney fought without style, without science, with nothing but enthusiasm for the fight itself. Huge, barreling roundhouse blows that missed as often as they connected. Shadow fought defensively, carefully, blocking Sweeney's blows or avoiding them. He became very aware of the audience around them. Tables were pulled out of the way with protesting groans, making a space. And that's our page. So, Sweeney's still kind of hopping around a bit here, like we noted on the previous page. And Sweeney just kind of really starts digging into Shadow, trying to intimidate him. Trying to just get him to fight to get him to swing first, it seems like, he even offers up a gold coin if Shadow fights him, whether or not he wins or loses. There's a lot of back and forth uh, between the various characters on the page before the fight actually begins. And Sweeney uh, brings up yet another nickname for Wednesday. Or is this the first one? Hmm. Well, Sweeney gives one of Wednesday's many nicknames, um, Wednesday itself being a nickname. But I'm I'm starting a list to try and keep track of them. Sweeney calls him Old Tree Hanger, and we'll get more information about that as we go. But the long and the short of it, in the old stories, Odin was hanged from the world tree to gain knowledge. There's more details than that, but I'm not so good at really... I'm not so good at condensing that down. So once again, I'm going to turn to Neil Gaiman here to give me a much more condensed version He hung from the world tree, Yadrasil, hung there for nine nights. His side was pierced by the point of a spear which wounded him gravely. The winds clutched at him, buffeted his body as it hung. Nothing did he, for nine days or nine nights, nothing did he drink. He was alone there, in pain, the light of his life slowly going out. He was cold, in agony, and on the point of death, when his sacrifice bore dark fruit in the ecstasy of his agony. He looked down and the runes were revealed to him. He knew them and understood them and their power. The rope broke then, and he fell, screaming from the tree. Now he understood magic. Now the world was his to control. After that paragraph, Neil Gaiman does go on to give some more of Odin's nicknames, but I'll leave those alone for now. Looking at it, it looks like we'll get most of those as we continue, so we'll just leave it for the moment. Just remember, he's got many names, and it ties into a lot of the themes that we get of of naming being important, but also there's there's that kind of sub-theme of characters who are using names that are not their own. Wednesday's true name is Odin, and you could probably argue even beyond that, but he uses the name Wednesday in his business dealings and with Shadow. Shadow himself, it's unclear whether or not Shadow's his actual name, and... It's also unclear if that is his true name or not, which we can we can dig more into that later. I know I'm trying to I'm trying to talk about spoilers as they become relevant, but I don't want to dig into that too much right now because it's not exactly on the page. Shadow will be using an in alias pretty soon, and there's a wonderful story behind the alias that I only just learned six state months ago, and so I'm really excited to share that. Oh, and I also think that it's interesting that Wednesday doesn't take any umbrage at nicknames when they come up. Shadow called him a liar, Sweeney called him a hustler, and then again here he calls him Old Tree Hanger. None of these names are anything that he feels ashamed about, or he doesn't seem to... He seems like he's going to embrace all these aspects of himself as a... Well, not as a person, as a deity. There's also that interesting moment where Shadow has to look up to find Sweeney's eyes right before the fight begins. And I think that's just wonderful, too. We get a lot of descriptions about how tall he is, and that's fine and well and good. But it's not like we're getting a, you know, Neil doesn't just say he's seven foot one and 280 pounds of dumb muscle or something like that. He has the characters react in a way, and has Shadow react in a way, that really shows how big he is. Because Shadow, if you recall, is pretty sizable himself, and looked don't fuck with me enough at the beginning of the book. So, if Shadow thinks someone's big, that is a big person. Also of note, Shadow gets called out for being like a little yapping dog at Wednesday's beck and call. And that's a really interesting connection to Laura's nickname for Shadow, which is Puppy. And it's not, hmm, do I do it now? What the hell? Fuck it. So Puppy is not a grown dog. It's not, it's not like, if you think of man's best friend, you don't always think of a puppy. You don't think of a puppy as an equal to a person or equal to the master. I know that we're, you know, when we talk about man's best friend, we talk about, the dog listening to his master, but there's certainly a lot more equity there than there would be when you're training a puppy. It's a whole different ballgame. And and Sweeney, at least, doesn't call him a puppy. I think that would be a little too on the nose for Neil, but I think he's definitely drawing a connection between Shadow's, Shadow being eager to please in this situation as he was in his relationship with Laura. We may have need or desire to talk about that more at length a little bit later, but I didn't even make a note of it. I just, I was I was reading it. It really jumped out at me. It's a public battle in the bar here with very contrasting styles. Shadow is on the defensive while Sweeney comes out swinging, not seeming to care if he connects with all of his blows. He's just trying to connect. It's also, like I said, it's public, which may or may not serve Wednesday's purposes. Wednesday's purposes are always sort of, well, for lack of a better word, they're pretty shadowy, and it's hard to tell what is by design and what isn't. Generally, I'd assume that everything that happens to Shadow in this book is by design until we get closer to the end, but I don't know that that's completely true. A bit later on, Wednesday's going to scold Shadow for drawing attention to himself. But here, I know it's not New York City or even Cincinnati or some other smaller, large city. But having a fight between a giant man and another giant man, that would make it to the news. And then that would make it to media, who we get to meet relatively soon. It just seems like Wednesday's not so interested in being quiet at this point, though in the near future he will be. That's it for the day, though. I don't have any other notes, and nothing else really jumped out at me on the page. But if there's something I missed, you can get in touch at theworldbeyondthetail@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find the podcast and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganach for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues that we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow for another page. And remember, only the gods are real.